0: cast where we bring you the best
1: exclusive celebrity news, the juicy celebrity interviews, insider secrets about all of your favorite stars, and now your host, former editor-in-chief of Cosmo, Glamour, and Us Weekly, the president and editor-in-chief of HollywoodLife.com, Bonnie Fuller!
0: Hey guys, welcome to 2018 with the Hollywood Life Podcast. We are so happy to be back. Uh, We had a great vacation. We hope you had a great vacation and very exciting New Year's um, activities. And now we are all reunited. Uh, Ali Stagnita, who is our editorial coordinator, Gino Orlandini, who is our producer. We've all returned from our far-flung vacations, and we have so much to talk about because unlike us who've been on vacation lots of celebrities have not there's been all kinds of action and also all kinds of award shows already starting so we're going to be ta- digging into the Wendy Williams versus Kylie Jenner situation that lots of our of our Hollywood life readers are very upset about we must discuss how Kim's baby is almost due Kylie's baby she's been She's been um, laying very, very low, but there's all kinds of questions about what's going on with Travis Scott, and are she and Travis still together? Justin and Selena, they've been together, and now they're apart again, and we've got all the information on their relationship, and then let's discuss... The latest, very important development in the Me Too movement. It is Time's Up, a new plan that 300 powerful women in Hollywood have put together to help fight sexual harassment and to fight for pay equity. And so um, let's just dive right in. And Ali Stagnito, welcome back.
1: Oh my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Now, if any of you sons... Got anything else to say? Now the time! I didn't think so. Hi, there you guys. Are. <laughs> Here I am. Yay, I'm so happy to be back. I'm so
0: happy be, we have so much to talk about, and I can't wait to just jump right in. But first... <laughs> but first... <laughs> the man who had the longest vacation ever in the history of Hollywood life... <laughs> Our producer, (laughs) Gino Orlandini. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Wendy, I'm home. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in.
2: I'm back, baby! I'm back! (laughs) Wow! Is that too much? I feel like that's really long. I'm back. We know what Gino did over his
1: vacation. He updated his intro.
0: (laughs) Exactly. But Gino, what were you doing out on the West Coast? Weren't you in Seattle? Were you like keeping the West Coast held on to the rest of the United States? I
2: had my hands (laughs) on one part of the plate tectonic situation (laughs) and my legs wrapped around the other one and I was just keeping it from breaking off into the Pacific Ocean.
0: I know. You must have been doing something very important because there was so much action going on on in the West Coast between the wildfires and now the mudslides. And I know that for you to be out there for so <laughs> long and away from us at Hollywood Life, it must have been very important work. Well, actually, you know, you're never allowed to go on vacation again. <laughs> Seattle
2: is like blessedly unafflicted by these these perils of the West Coast. It's, uh, L.A. is apocalyptic and Seattle is beautiful. Well, that's because there's vampires around there and yes. they're protecting it. <laughs> I think there's some sort of north, well, Northwest magic. When
1: you were out there, what there was the train crash. Oh, that was
2: really awful. That was when you were out there. Yes, that was actually right by where I was. Oh, um, great. <laughs> I was on those roads a lot, <laughs> driving right by there. But, when, you know, it happened pretty early
0: in the morning. So at least there's no way you'd be
2: up. <laughs> was, unless he's one of the vampires it, it was during, it was during the morning commute, which I was not on because I was on vacation. but uh alas, I feel like we should get into our crushes, um, yes,
0: because there's so much. So
2: what's been going on, Allie I haven't seen you uh, in, in a while. Uh, do you what are you crushing on since you're back? <laughs>
1: since I have been back. Um, okay. So I am crushing on this show called the magicians and I love it. I just premiered season three last night and, um, I got to interview a few members of the cast, uh, Jade Taylor, Summer Bishel and Hale Appleman. And they came in to Hollywood life, had a really great photo studio shoot with them. Um, and I actually became really good friends with Jade and we have gotten to hang out and talk more. And so I'm just really excited for them for their third season it's such an incredible show and everyone should watch it it's on sci-fi on wednesday nights at 9 p.m and it's kind of like that harry potter feel but just really a great show this is
2: not an ad ali it's t- not an ad
1: i really am obsessed with the show
2: at ali stignita is actually obsessed okay g- a good call yeah. what about at bonnie underscore fuller on instagram and at bonnie fuller on twitter what are you crushing on
0: well i am obsessed with Oprah, Ooh. oh, this <laughs> Oprah, yeah. the new the the future president oh, no. of the United States. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I so hope that she is serious about running for president. Really, you would? Support yes. Her? The speech that she made at the Golden Globes was so inspiring. It was just like like a light, a light opening, and 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 just you know, pushing aside the dark, horrible storm clouds that we've been living under for the past year. Yes. Somebody who believes in democracy, freedom of speech, women's rights, minority rights, who isn't full of all kinds of nasty, hateful rhetoric
2: and is uplifting, like sees hope in our future. But Bonnie, do you really want to acquiesce to this trend of celebrities running for the highest office in the land shouldn't we get back to like a long season professional of public service and not I feel like this is an extension of trumpism just on the other side
0: Well I I do have concerns about that however I do want to point out that it's not like we have not had a celebrity in the oval office before because President Ronald Reagan who was a successful president not one of my favorites but he had successes he was He, he had successful, he had successful, he had successes and, um, and he of course was a very well-known actor before he went into, into politics. And the thing about Oprah is that she has been in public service, unlike Donald Trump, now in a different way than than you know a typical politician but she has raised tremendous amounts of money for charity she's contributed to charity she's taken on causes she has stood up for people who have been in difficult situations who have been downtrodden she has been very involved in social causes and Cultural causes. So I think she comes from a very different place than the current occupant of the Oval Office. But I think the difference She's is Reagan
2: to- was the governor of California for many years and actually had a, a sort of political structure around him. Then there's and-
0: also Arnold Schwarzenegger, who was the governor of California, and that was his first office. And he was a successful governor.
1: I think just everyone loves Oprah. It doesn't matter if you're middle America. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, on either coast. Everyone loves Oprah. She's done so much for so many different types of people. And she understands so many different types of people. She reaches out to so many different types of people. And so I think that that's kind of so much that she has to give. And I think that half of being the president of the United States is being human and being, bringing yourself down to size. That's what Barack Obama did so well. He brought himself down to the level of normalcy that most Americans are. And he he was, he could relate with them.
2: Yes. I feel like I would be concerned about how in, in love she is with like trends and pseudoscience and nonsense. I mean, she really proffered a lot of like garbage to to women, for like what, what tw- twenty years what during the what garbage!
0: Show. She was very empowering Dr. to Oz women. Doctor
2: Doctor Phil, and she would have every every manner of charlatan and fraud and and health fad, and she just fell for. Ev- I,
0: I don't think she, she had for, charlatans. I, she
2: she did. She had gurus from yeah, in, she India. had gurus, she, a talk show.
0: She, that's right, she had a talk show. It was a different
2: it was a different purpose. She, I used she to watch the show though with my mother. She didn't treat them skeptically. She it was always. She has a big, time. big, big heart, but she'd never, she probably offered it like it was true. Like all of these wild claims were real. And I just, I never saw her really that in touch with reality. It was always just, it was entertainment.
0: Well, she was an entertainer, and I don't think in comparison with Donald Trump, she's not an anti-vaccinator. She believes in climate change. She does believe in science. And I do think that in her role on the show, that it was part of her job to cover trends. And uh, I agree. I do not always agree. I did not always agree with the things that she was promoting. But I also have to say that, you know, times have changed to a certain degree in that certain ideas about diet or about things that could create wellness for you. You know, people thought these could help and maybe some of them have now been proven that they don't help. So, you know, things that Dr. Oz said or Dr. Phil said, psychological things, I mean, some of them were okay, some of them worked, proved to work, some didn't. Um, But I don't think she was... She wasn't a science hater like the person that's in the White House right now. Well,
1: anyway... To another
2: talk show host,
1: uh-huh. Wendy Williams, who we oh, watch. Wait, every no, morning. we didn't get. We didn't oh, get. Gino's oh my gosh, crush. Gino's crush. I'm sorry, Gino. I honestly, I'm the
2: worst. I just, I don't have any crushes this week. I, Gino's crushing on me. You can follow me at Gino, <laughs> Gino Orlandini You to see all my. My only crushes is, is my little niece Maisie, who was visiting for two weeks in Seattle, and I've I post many videos of her now on my Instagram. So you can follow me at Gino Orlandini if you like cute kids. Um, but other than but that,
1: not if you're creepy and like cute kids.
2: Oh, that's right. Yes, um, you gotta be careful here. Yeah, that, that is know. that is true. Should I take that back? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, 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 no. I just, Allie, you went to a darker place. <laughs> I'm I, sorry,
1: hey, time's up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Bonnie, will you lead us off because I feel like <laughs> there's just so much to get to, and <laughs> Wendy Williams is really Wendy is just being Wendy, or is it, Or are you upset about this?
0: No, this is what Wendy does. You know, she likes to take down people. She does. She uh, has many feuds, as Hollywood Life has documented in the past year. And, you know, she sometimes says, though, what a lot of people are thinking. And in in this case, um, Wendy came back in a big way from her holiday <laughs> and promptly attacked Kylie Jenner. <laughs> and I think, you know, wanted to put Kylie in her place and said... You know, Kylie, um, I know you've got the lip injections. I know you've had other plastic surgery. There's been rumors about Kylie's chin and implants and uh, butt and various other things. But she wanted to let Kylie know that when you have your baby, that the baby's going to look like how you were pre all, these sur- <laughs> all the surgeries and injections. Like you can't run away from
2: how you actually genetically look. So that doesn't change your DNA no. when, when, you, when you get your face done like Kylie did. Um, Do you want to hear a little bit of, of Wendy? Yes, let's hear okay. it.
1: You know what? I don't think Travis cares to be involved uh, with her anymore. Um, he, I mean, you know, he's doing his rock star thing. She's got money. I think that he's probably like, well, you're pregnant. Figure it out. Figure it out. And I'll pay child support from afar. (laughs) So there are,
0: uh, two episodes that you have to watch.
2: Well, we already know this, so.
0: Oh wait! So she didn't really hit her up there in um, the, with the plastic surgery, but she did talk about it on the show. Yes. And there she, but she did press an- another button there and talked about how Travis. Travis doesn't appear to be too deeply involved with her anymore. Now they were together on Christmas Eve. He was at the Kardashians' Christmas Eve party. There was a photograph of them together, um, but he's been very noticeably absent.
1: Yeah. Well, so I think that it's interesting. Like Wendy wasn't saying anything. It, she wasn't saying it to be malicious. I think she's just saying it because she just says whatever she wants. But I think that
2: she says what she thinks, which right. is rare in media. You yeah, know? right. And she's I very mean, she unfiltered. has a lot
1: of supporters. I mean, the people who are at that show love her. This is her brand. Totally. Totally. But I think that what we're hearing, at least at Hollywood Life, is that Kylie and Kim are so upset.
2: About the Travis thing, though.
1: About the yeah. Travis thing, especially. Yeah, In, so, you know the plastic surgery thing. Like they're not them. they know that their kids aren't going to look like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> little baby
0: comes out with <laughs> massive big, lips. Big, big lips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so w-
2: we're hearing that it's, this has Kim really heated, and that this kind of hit a nerve, and it also kind of reminded Kylie of. Of being bullied when she was a kid and Kim was so mad that she wanted to actually have her assistant call the producers of the Wendy show and complain um, which I think would probably just make things I don't know how that would help but yeah. it's, it really does seem to have pushed Kylie's buttons and, and it's you know, this kind of does follow with what we've been hearing about the state of Travis and Kylie's relationship. We've gotten a lot of reporting that they are not exactly together. And they're not broken up and they still FaceTime and talk almost every day, but they are not a couple at this point.
0: It's well, they're not a serious, involved, um, super loving couple with a future the way that Chloe and Tristan Thompson are. And I I'm not sure whether Kylie expected that this was going to happen. I'm sure she had a much more optimistic point of view when she got like, was, you know, not being spe- especially careful with birth control. And, um, you know, he really has not been around a lot. He's been, uh, out performing in clubs. He's been out going clubbing and has been seen in lots of strip clubs. Meanwhile, she stayed at home. Now, the thing is, is that a decision that she made? Did she not want to go with him? Like, we heard that he did invite her to go to his family's Thanksgiving in Houston, but she turned she turned it down. So, I think, like, it's a bit of a two-way street here. Yes. Because she has not wanted to be seen in public. So... There's been opportunities for them to go out on dates together and for her to get closer to his family. And she's decided not because apparently she's not very comfortable with how right. she looks right now. Well,
1: and I don't think it's fair to have Travis sit back and wait around for her and do that with her. I think that there's a healthy balance, you know, visit your girl, your expecting girlfriend, and also do your life because guess what, buddy? You're going to be a dad now. So, you know, you have to adjust somewhere. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just wonder when this big reveal is going to be. We
2: will, before we get to that, we, anyway. we, were, we were hearing that there is two sides of this. And Travis has been really frustrated with Kylie that she's being such a shut-in. And she's made this, this decision to not really leave her house at all because she doesn't want to get any... Any photos of her while pregnant. She's gained a lot of weight. She doesn't want to be seen. And she also doesn't want to risk, once the baby is born, the baby being seen before she can sell the photographs. And so (laughs) she's been totally locked down in her Calabasas mansion. And Travis wants her to come out. She must be getting stir crazy. We've heard she is getting stir crazy. You know, she... She's not a big traveler anyway. She kind of stays in the Calabasas area and she's a bit of a homebody as is. But even this for her has been really hard. And Travis is like, you know, what gives? Like, let's live life. Like, why are we living in? Why are you being this weird hermit? Like, let's go out and be normal just because you're pregnant doesn't mean life stops. And for Kylie, it has stopped. Like, she's not even on social media anymore. She's not posting any photos of herself. Like, she's handling this all in a very strange way. And he wants a normal life. I mean, as normal as you could be when you're both entertainers and have... Right. But it seemed, it
0: definitely seems like he has not made a big commitment to her. No. Like, there's no talk of marriage. There's no talk of living together, even. Uh, we haven't heard that he's, you know, stepped up and said he's going to be a hands-on dad. Uh, we think he's going to be at the birth. We're hearing that she wants him at the birth. Uh, but I think that's... That's something we're going to have to wait and see if he's even yeah. there for that.
1: Because well, just if you remember, I mean, she, we're assuming she got pregnant in June. They only had started really dating that April. I know. It was I mean, really it was such a crick. new relationship that you don't even, I mean.
2: It's weird to me that she got pregnant, like, the instant she got together with Travis Scott. And she was presumably with Tiger for so long having sex. And, like, they would never had this kind of accident. There was there was nothing. And then I don't know what like maybe just Travis Scott is immensely fertile I don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. you know or she decided this is something she wanted to do herself and have a child whether or not the man the guy was involved or not but it's a very different story for Chloe and Tristan and she came out and posted a beautiful Instagram and talked about how happy she is and how excited that the two of them are and that she feels so full of love they are living together they're um, they've been seen together uh they're you know she's living with him in Cleveland she's been going to his games like that's a very different relationship even though he's not even that much older than than Travis yeah no he? he's
1: 28 years old yeah and I think it's you know for Chloe to go and live in Cleveland that's how you that's know that's devotion yeah because I mean the Kardashians Calabasas, L.A. She's away from her family. She's living in Cleveland. You know
0: what? People in Cleveland are going to be a little upset with you, Allie. Because I'm sorry. You, yeah. Disease yeah. Disease you sound like Cleveland. you're disparaging Cleveland.
2: But the, she, sorry, the Cleveland. show even went to Cleveland. Like they all went yeah. and, and visited. I'm just saying, there. compared
1: to L.A., Cleveland. That's all I'm
0: saying. It's
2: colder. Travis must be well, like, I'm what getting, the hell? Like, like Chloe's spin. willing to go to Cleveland. Why, why are you not willing to come to Houston? You know? Like it just relationships are always a two-way street and yep. if one person is just going to be like well you have to come to me that's that doesn't work,
1: right? That's what I was saying before. That there's just the balance,
0: right? And for and for Travis, he needs to travel because that's what that's what job. performers do. They go and they give shows, they give concerts. Yeah,
2: nobody makes money selling records anymore because nobody makes Spotify streaming you know, doesn't. Right, you know, Taylor Swift was the only Taylor Swift's album was the only record to sell more than a million physical copies in 2017. You just cannot, which is the way you used to make money is by selling Mm -hmm. an actual physical copy, right? Like, and you can't do that anymore. So these guys have to be on the road all the time to pay back their advances because they still get these huge advances from the record label for the recording process and for the promotion for music videos and everything. And they have to pay that money back in order to actually make money. So... They gotta travel. They gotta be on the road. They gotta do constant concerts, and not everybody sells out stadiums like Taylor. Like you know, Mm -hmm. Travis is playing smaller venues, and you gotta play a lot of those to pay back that advance.
0: Yeah, you do. So you know, I think we're hearing also that there's some strife happening. Surprise (laughs) between Chris Jenner and Caitlyn um, over the birth because Caitlyn wants to be in the in the room with Kylie when she gives birth, along with Chris, and Chris is not. Too happy about that. Chris really doesn't want her there. Kylie wants them both there and just wishes that her parents would stop fighting.
2: Do you, don't you guys think it should be about like what Kylie wants, though? And, like, Absolutely. They should, they should I think her, she
0: should decide, 100%.
2: Chris should set her beef aside. I know she's very mad at Caitlyn, and I think she has some legitimate reasons, and Absolutely. that book hurt her feelings and whatever, but like at times like this, maybe bury the hatchet, because it just would mean a lot to Kylie to have both of her moms in the room.
0: Yeah, I think that um, my bet is that Caitlyn will be there, that Kylie's wishes are going to be the ones that win out. But, you know, Caitlin did make some odd comment um, yeah. that we reported on, in which she she gave Do you have, do you have the words there exactly? She gave an interview. And, um, you know, we wrote a story in Hollywood Life saying it seemed that Caitlin seemed to imply that having uh, Kendall and Kylie had been a burden. And I kind of feel that that's true. I, I'm a mother and I really. It, it Her words put my back up.
2: So she went on Piers Morgan show. Um, I don't know what, why, um, but she said, I don't talk to the Kardashians anymore. The only ones I am concerned about are Kendall and Kylie. They are my biological biological kids. I spent 23 years carting them around.
0: It's a weird way to talk about your kids. Okay, Number one, I don't talk to the Kardashians anymore. You know, she knew all those Kardashian kids, all four of them: Courtney, Chloe, Kim, and and um, Rob. Rob, yes, I'm sorry, she's, she's very and close she, to
2: Chloe. Yeah, well, she was.
0: She was very close to all of them, and they considered her. A dad. Like she really was there for their growing up years. She was with Chris for like 20 years. You know, it's not like he like she didn't know them since they were really little. She did. And for her not to be talking to them and to have driven such a wedge between herself and Chris, I I, I just I disagree with that. She was a dad. They don't have another dad. And then And as she said, and then to make the difference between Kendall and Kylie, they're my biological kids. And then I carted them around. I, it just, it rubs me the wrong way.
1: Yeah. And I, I just, it sounds like, it makes it sound like her love's conditional
0: Yeah, instead
1: of unconditional. I mean, you can't just like some, these kids that you essentially raised and acted as their dad. That's right.
0: She raised them. Essentially
1: adopted them into your life for, you know, that many years. It's like,
0: oh, we're just going to. Papu us now. You don't have like my genes, matter. so I don't care about you. Right, right. That's, yeah. that's weird.
2: Like you're I think all. It's very weird. You're it's all mean, a family, and I
0: don't know why she chose to. I see it as she put. She did put a wedge between them because, you know, she she wrote in her book. She said some disparaging things, many disparaging things about Chris. Mm-hmm. In interviews, she said disparaging, disparaging things, and. You know, that really put the kids into an awkward position. I don't think it was necessary for her to have. Well, even on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, she said unpleasant things about Chris, accused her, said she always knew that I was transgender and somehow she didn't acknowledge it. And, um, you know, there are two sides to every story, but. There's certain dirty laundry I don't think you
2: should air. And
0: certain. Absolutely. sometimes it's best not to be public or even private with some of your feelings.
2: She's not on the show anymore. No, so, definitely not. And she, I think she was up until last season.
1: Well, now she doesn't want them filming, keeping up in the delivery room. And with the pregnancy, with Kylie's pregnancy, Caitlin doesn't want them doing that. Right. Yeah, and Chris, it, Chris does. does.
2: But yeah, it's about... I don't know. I'm kind of with Chris on this. Like, this is the family business. They film their lives, and I don't think Caitlyn has any right to come down from on high on her palace in Malibu and be like, this is how it is. I decree. Like, you're not that involved, Caitlyn. Like, you just disowned all the Kardashians and called Kylie and Kendall, like... Yeah. Something I mean, you carted around. I think, like, around. Yeah, I think like,
0: that should be a Kylie decision too, though. I do too. Totally. I mean, Kylie's an adult. It should be up yeah. to her whether or not
2: she wants herself to be exactly. filmed. I have a feeling, just based on how it's been going so far, that Chris will get permission from Kylie to film sort of around the delivery room and not the actual process like that's what happened for Kim's pregnancy there was like very few shots of what there was like a little snapchat that they showed and like it was like not it was yeah it was not like full on cameras in the room like they had like with Courtney Courtney. Yeah. Courtney was unbelievable yeah. Yeah.
0: pulling
1: the, the baby, baby out of
0: herself I mean, which was I, I don't even know still how she did that was that one of her is know.
2: that like one of her crazy like health things where she like delivered I mean, she her own. Want, she just wanted to Deliver her own baby. I just don't even
0: know how her body bent that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Seriously. Like, it was seriously. like seriously, push at the end and just like.
0: Wah. She reached over. I could not have reached over and done that myself. And that is a full <laughs>
1: core. That's like your full core probably that's been destroyed by a baby. Oh, man. What? I just- like, what? Like, what? <laughs> you have to like use your core. I'm just thinking about it. It's like a sit-up. You have to use yeah. your core to sit up. But like when you're pregnant, like w- your core – like you're not doing floor I
0: just would work. not. I was so big, I can't even. Th- I don't think I could see over the top of my <laughs> stomach, let alone to get to. Does it? Can <laughs> the I ask kind of
2: a weird question? When the baby comes out, does that huge bump immediately no, go down? No,
0: no, it doesn't. It takes a while to deflate. That's why it's always so crazy. These celebrities that appear like a few days later or a week later and their stomachs are flat. No, it takes weeks for your stomach to go back down like it got stretched out over nine months. But but
2: like, okay, so you're like on your back and the baby comes out and you can't <laughs> see it because you have this big bump. Is yeah. that big bump in your way still there after or does it go down a little bit? It as goes down as, a like, little. A long, okay. A little.
1: I mean, How do you know Allie? Just from like a- I used to I used to be like obsessed with TLC's
0: the baby story.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I used to watch it all the time. And it goes down like a little bit like every day, but it's like really just swollen and like
0: Yeah, no, it it it, your uterus is stretched out. I I have so so many questions. I
2: can't believe this is the way we make humans. It seems so (laughs) (laughs) like it seems so it's evolution for you, right? It's not the perfect system, but it's what we got.
1: We could do a (laughs) podcast we should have like a expert come in on the podcast and talk about (laughs) for Gino. (laughs) Well
2: I miss this day in the oh, health a- class.
0: Animals also give birth, Gino. I know we all, like obviously. We all give birth. Yes. Gino gives birth. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get back, though, to the Caitlin, Kylie, uh, Chris situation, Travis. So, um, you know, Caitlin, I hope she's there because she is Kylie's parent. And, you know, we, we don't want more estrangement than there already is in that family, but I really do think that it's um, disappointing that there that Caitlyn doesn't talk to any of the Kardashian kids, and you know Rob could really use a parent, another parent. He's had so many issues, and you know basically all these kids. There's a lot of Kardashian kids now, like that's their grandparent. Yeah, there's, too.
2: there's so many. Um, we saw Rob was actually on the show this week via phone. At least he was like on via Facetime. And he's apparently attending community college classes in good L.A. Good for him. Yeah. What's him. What's he taking? What's he studying? Didn't, they didn't say. I think he might be doing business, but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find out exactly what he's doing. But I don't know. It's, I think that's good, though. He's yeah. out there doing something.
0: Yeah, I think that's really good. I that's wonder if great. he gets paid,
2: though, to call in to the show. You know, it's not like he was on the show, but he made a phone call oh, to, I'm sure to he Chloe is. he was I'm on the sure. door, and Maybe that's why he made the call. Like- I'm sure. Now, while we're on this subject, of
0: course, um, Kim's surrogate is due to give birth any day at Hollywood life. We are on Kim birth watch and um, you know, I think that's going to be really interesting because we've got a report that Kim actually wants to breastfeed, but you know, in order to breastfeed when you haven't been pregnant, you have to take hormones. It's not a done deal. Like it's not that easy to do. You have to take hormones. You need to be treated by a doctor. And I believe you also have to start pumping like Mm. stimulating your breasts right. by pumping.
1: Because I saw yesterday on her Snapchat, she posted um, a picture of like this breastfeeding pillow. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. I was just, I was wondering that. How do you, if you're not carrying a child,
0: become able to have milk? It can happen. I mean, but it's not, it doesn't work for every woman, right. um, but it does, you can, but you also do have to prepare mm-hmm. for a while because you have to take the hormones um, for a while. And I believe I've got to look into this some more, mm-hmm. but you, that you have to actually use a breast pump to stimulate, to get, to get all, the like feeling of yeah, sex, because that because that is
1: how it that's is right. created, right? The baby
0: sucking creates more milk production. We're getting into all these details, all these great details.
1: We're so, Bonnie and I can have a motherhood podcast.
0: <laughs> okay, but then the other controversy that happened with the Kardashian Jenner's, um, there's never any shortage of controversies every week. Is that. Um, Kendall Jenner's fans were really upset seeing her at the Golden Globes because it looked like she'd had lip injections and Hollywood Life pulled out pictures of Kendall's lips, how they used to look and how they look now.
2: And yeah. It's a world of difference. It really is. We also talked to a plastic surgeon here in new york city and he said yes absolutely like this is lip fillers they last about a year it costs about 500 to 750 dollars so by kardashian standards extremely cheap you can see why it's so tempting that's nothing to them um no that's like you know going out to the five and dime store and i have lots of friends uh female friends here in new york who do it and it's it's such an easy procedure there's zero downtime um my friend Sasha actually just posted her before and after on Instagram. um people are much more open about it. I don't know why the Kardashians are so coy about it like it's not like Kendall is gonna admit this. It's just like no thing anymore.
1: I don't know how do your lips grow like with age? I'm wondering, no. just because, like, you when you compare like pictures to her when she's like no. 13 to like now, it's they different. Get, they but... get
2: smaller with age. Actually, you lose volume in your lips, just like you lose well, but that's volume like everywhere when else. you're a lot
0: older. Not when you're like 20 versus when no. you're
2: 14. No, no, yeah. right?
1: Because I've like noticed my lips have gotten bigger, but I haven't gotten injections.
0: Um.
2: Hmm. I don't, I don't
0: know. know, but I don't think her lips I mean, could have grown. Her, her lips
1: d- look like injected lips. There's a they difference do. between natural. No, they're nat- not, not as in,
0: nowhere lips. near as injected as Kylie's. No. Like Kylie kind of went to the extreme.
1: Right, right.
0: But they definitely, both top and bottom are fuller. And she mm-hmm. did a good job of it because it, it does. It you. still has a natural look. Whereas Kylie, there's no not even any pretense. Or Kim, Chloe, there's no pretense of natural. Chloe's are huge. Chloe's, yeah. are,
2: Chloe's whole thing is very odd. I think. Kendall, just in my opinion, has got a lot of other things done, too. I think she's had, like, her eyes look a lot different to me um, than they did three or four years ago. I first started noticing it when she was hanging out with Justin Bieber. What do her eyes look like Just kind of, like, around her, just around her eyes. She looks like she's had kind of, like, a bunch of fillers and stuff in the way that Kylie has to, like, people just get them to kind of, like, sculpt their face a little bit in different ways that they want, especially their eyes, to give them more, like, a sweat back look. That's that could very, just be how she does her makeup, very though, hot.
1: too. Mm-hmm. I think that she probably definitely has, you know, forehead Botox. But that's, you
2: know. Like you really need it when you're 20 years old. That is crazy to me. Yeah. Like who gets, I don't know, that, that seems young for Botox. Like your skin is so nice when you're they 20. always
1: forget how young they
0: are. Yeah, so young. That's right, because they've been around for such a long time as celebrities. But listen, so there's an awful lot of action going on in the Kardashian-Jenner family as always and you know the next couple weeks is going to be a really big deal because we will be reporting on the birth of Kim's new baby and Kylie's new baby is coming very soon and not long after it's going to be Chloe's baby so um, it's going to be busy times and uh, I think you know Chris is going to be really busy running back and forth between all these babies
2: as if she's like, not already busy. Yeah, like
0: three babies. I love that Ryan Reynolds like he had this funny comment about which Kardashians are pregnant like he couldn't figure it out. It was all very confusing to him because there's so <laughs> many pregnant Kardashian Jenners.
2: I mean, it's hard for us even to keep track. And we do this for a living. Um, oh, I see this. Brian, Card- Brian Reynolds wants to know which Kardashians are pregnant. Don't we all? <laughs> uh, he, sh- he should listen to the show. That's right, Ryan. Tune in.
0: Okay. Now, another busy, busy couple, Justin
2: Bieber. <laughs> what are you doing? Is a little Justin Bieber <laughs> news music? No, actually, sorry. I was trying to look up that Ryan Reynolds thing for you. Okay, so Justin
0: Bieber and Selena Gomez um, still together this must be like record time that they've been together. Um, Without a split, I think. No, they seem to, everything we're hearing, they're very, very happy. And they spent some time together over the holidays, but not all. Justin was skiing out in British Columbia. Selena went home to her family. Her family is not very happy about the Justin Bieber situation. Still. Um, They don't approve. They, they, you know, have not forgiven him for how he treated Selena um, when they were together a few years ago and on and off and on and off. However, Selena is all in and she and Justin had a very very romantic trip down to Cabo for a few days and now they're apart again. Justin's back in Utah. I don't know why he's in Utah skiing though. There's no snow there. He's in Dubai now. He's in Dubai now. But He he was in Park City. Yeah, I know. There's no snow there. But there are lots of clubs and restaurants and stuff.
2: He's becoming a Mormon. <laughs> oh, no. Don't say that. You're going to make he's, Carl Lentz mad. He's very religious.
1: Um, no, they um, were together for over New Year's in Cabo. Um, and then Justin was shirtless
0: a lot. Yes. Showing yes. off new tattoos.
1: And our new friend, Bill Rancic, who was here on our podcast yesterday, um, Juliana that, Rancic. Juliana something. Rancic and Bill. Um, Bill said he saw Justin pumping some iron in the gym in Cabo, so we know he's keeping in shape.
2: Yeah, he does look buff. He yeah. had his shirt off he on the plane. With his he's been Ian having Cassius. his shirt off everywhere.
1: Justin always has his shirt off. Yeah. It's a, it's a look. He well, you know
0: what? I guess spit. if, if, if you're, Gino, if your pecs and abs and everything looked as good as as uh, Justin Bieber's, you'd go shirtless all the time. When so. I was his
2: age, I didn't own many shirts either. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. At so least in the summertime. Then after coming back from Cabo, they went to a Pilates class together. We saw them leaving uh, Pilates all sweaty and hot. And then uh, they jetted off their separate ways again, though. He went to Utah with some friends. Selena went uh, up, I think, up North California, Northern California with some friends, too. Yeah. And then... She's back in L.A. and Justin jetted off again to Dubai.
0: Now, I'm sure in Dubai, he's probably getting like millions of dollars to play concerts, like private concerts at, You know, weddings,
2: parties, or royal family I don't there. I think he's working. I think he's there for the hell of it. Like, I know,
1: but or maybe he's like pro- other, following a hotel or a club. Like, he'll like guest DJ yeah. one night somewhere or something. I don't know if he's going to perform. I think he's really taking a break from performing.
2: He's not. Yeah. Like, Justin doesn't really like working. Like, every time he goes <laughs> back on tour, he like has a meltdown because he hates it. Like, and he takes these huge breaks between albums. Like,
1: that's why he and Selena get along.
2: Yeah. He likes to, <laughs> he likes to like, run around and play hockey and and go hiking and like he's not he's not in work mode.
0: Well, it's easy work if you could get it and we we know lots of celebrities do it. They give private concerts and they get paid like two million dollars for a concert. Yeah, but he
2: doesn't the thing is he has three hundred million dollars like he doesn't need the money and they always
1: need more money and they always want more money. That is the one thing about celebrities. They always will do want more money yeah and it's not not just
0: celebrities rich people are never rich enough i agree with you never
1: rich enough never
2: but justin is i mean we have to admit justin doesn't always feel that way like he doesn't you don't see him doing a lot of these cash grabs he's not like going to some you don't know about that despot's court you've never heard about him playing somebody's birthday party or anything like that like oh he's played birthday parties and weddings he's definitely gonna
1: play my birthday party
0: (laughs) <laughs> right. If he ever answers me. <laughs> right. Allie's saving up her dollars. One, two, three. <laughs> um, I wouldn't rule that out, Gino. I know you 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 think he wouldn't do that, but I mean it's easy money. It's not like going on a concert tour. tour. You know, going and staying in the best suite, in the best hotel in Dubai where it's all paid for, showing up and singing for an hour at a party is a lot different than being on tour.
1: I mean, he does it at the montage when he's with Selena and wants to serenade her, jumps on the Yeah, piano. but that's
2: him messing around. It's like, like a gig. But we have been hearing that Selena and Justin were having kind of a hard time. Like they did have this fight when they were coming back from their New Year's vacation together in Mexico. And apparently this was they went their separate ways. report that they went their separate ways without even saying goodbye or hugging or kissing or anything. And what we heard happened is that Justin wanted Selena to come home with him uh, from the airport to spend more time together because he felt like they didn't get enough time together while they were on vacation in Mexico. And Selena took it took that like Justin didn't want to hang out with her friends because it was a lot of her friends on the trip. Um, and whatever happened, they got into a big disagreement and went their separate ways. Now, we've since heard that they kind of made up very quickly. By the next day, they were at Pilates class together. Right, yes. exactly. But they, they did. Fine. They did then decide. We heard they were going to take a small break from each other. Then immediately they were at Pilates. But then they did take the break. They both went. Justin went to Utah and Selena stayed in L.A. And then Selena was in New York. They weren't. They haven't been together much lately. So what we've. Now, heard. Well, OK, you can say what you've heard and I'll tell you what. I've heard. What we've heard is that they're, <laughs> they. Uh, this time around, they want to do things differently than they did in the past, which was Justin is always very clingy. He likes to be together 24-7. And, but that's just kind of like his instinct and his impulse, and it's not good for their relationship. They're in each other's pocket too much, and it causes fights and stress. And then when they're not together, there's like suspicion. So they're trying this time around. They've done couples therapy to be more comfortable with not being together all the time and then to trust each other when they're apart.
0: Okay. Well, I've also heard and we've heard at Hollywood Life that um, Selena loves Selena, loves Justin's tattoos, thinks his body is totally hot and that she's all in with being in love with him. And so, um, you know, I think so whatever steps they're taking so that they don't get too clingy or that they're they keep their individuality. It's all it's it's so far so good. It's working. Yeah.
2: I, was, I was I was the one who asked the reporters in L.A. to find that out about Justin's tattoos because she, because Justin looks so different from the last time they were together or intimate, you know, and like it can be a little jarring when this person you've known is suddenly like covered head to toe. And I mean, there's barely any free space on his whole body now. <laughs> the other thing I asked them to find out for us is what the hell is the deal with selena gomez unfollowing all of her friends on instagram she unfollowed Gigi Super hadid weird. and yeah, demi lovato really weird she doesn't even follow her her assistant uh
1: teresa Mingus. teresa Mingus. she unfollowed about 300 people and now she only follows about 37 she, she doesn't follow even, demi lovato yeah i
2: just saw that she doesn't oh. even follow her mom um and they i know f- she
1: had unfollowed her mom after they got in a fight
2: i know yeah yeah but now, and her she, mom
1: still follows The weekend. You, I think that's weird. If you look yeah. at who
2: she's following now, it's Taylor Swift, Lena Dunham, um,
1: Jessica Alba.
2: Randomly, Jessica Alba. Yeah, but they're all Taylor's squad. And then just like a bunch of fan accounts, like Selena Gomez fan accounts. And that's basically it. It's only 37 people she's following.
0: Yeah. It is a bit odd because. You know, it's like, when does she have the time to sit down and unfollow like over 200 people? That's a lot. That takes time. And it
1: clearly wasn't her assistant that did it because... Her assistant was got some time on her
0: hands. No, it
2: wasn't, and we actually found out why she did this. You guys want? Yeah, you guys want to hear? Okay, so Selena's thinking behind this is that she wants to spend more time in real life with the people that she cares about, and she feels like when she was following all of her friends, it was making her a little neurotic. She was spending too much time on Instagram and following. It's kind of falling into that like Instagram trap where you're like, you get a little bit obsessed with what everyone else is doing, and it was just. Stres, stressing her out, and so yeah, she I did, can see that she just decided to follow even unfollow even her you know people that she likes. Now I think she doesn't like Demi like that. That one probably felt pretty good because they have like a total love hate relationship. But they
1: became friends again. She, yeah. yeah,
2: we thought so, but then, well, like, no, and then she the didn't day, make the cut.
1: Well, the day that she did the big unfollowing purge, she also commented and liked Demi's picture that day. So yeah. I think that it's fine with them. But I wonder if those people unfollowed her too because. You, like we're in this day and age like oh if you don't follow me then i don't follow you back so like i wonder if i did a big purge if how many it's followers i would lose
2: but like the most followed human on instagram really doesn't follow anyone else besides like her own fan accounts and taylor swift it's, it's a, a little and she odd. doesn't
0: follow justin still yes yeah. Well, we know what happened with that. You know, they got into right. that whole weird um, fight over Instagram. Now, I, I think that, that maybe not following people limits her exposure to potentially, you know, getting into, into yeah. drama with anybody. I agree So with it's that. probably getting- a good it's, idea.
2: I don't know if it's totally healthy to only follow your own fan accounts, though, Like, because I bet you will still be checking Instagram, but then she'll just be in this like weird Selena Gomez is the best ever bubble. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think you need some outside voices, some other opinions.
0: OK, just, you know, we really need to talk about um, Time's Up, um, the Time's Up situation and the Me Too movement, because... Uh, it was a very powerful statement at the Golden Globes with all of the women and many of the men wearing black um, to express uh, their outrage. At sexual harassment that has gone on in Hollywood and elsewhere in all the other um, business types of business world, and the fact that women have not been getting paid the same amount of money as men in Hollywood and elsewhere. And, you know, I'm really impressed by the Time's Up plan. Now, this is a a plan put together by 300 powerful women in Hollywood, actresses and women who are behind the scenes, who are screenwriters and producers and directors and PR people and marketing people. And not only are they talking, they are doing, they've raised $16 million as a legal defense fund to help women, you know, anywhere in America who can't defend themselves in cases of sexual harassment. And, you know, they've really put forward propositions um, about how women need to be, should be paid equally in Hollywood and elsewhere and that women need to be treated with respect. And I I think that, you know, this is a way to turn talk and people going on Twitter and saying me too, and people uh, standing up with their own stories. It's a way to actually take that and put it into real action that will change the world.
1: Yeah, and they've raised about uh, 17 million. Oh, it's 17? Uh, yeah. Million now? Okay, yeah. so it keeps going up. It keeps going up. And um, Reese Witherspoon, Eva Longoria, America Ferrera, and a bunch of women led the carpet at the Globes. And I'll be interested to see if it continues throughout award season. Uh, tonight's a Critics' Choice. So hopefully, mm-hmm. some women are uh, keeping it going.
2: Well, let's get to the gossip part, though, of this, because, you know, the, the flip side of this coin of like the positive change is also you know, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your point of view, taking down some of the men who were involved right. in alleged just Just before, before we
0: get into that, this is very interesting. The Democratic women are also now saying that uh, p- women in Congress are saying they're going to wear black to Donald Trump's State of the Union mm-hmm. to make a statement about the fact that he is a sexual harasser. Yes. And... He's the sexual harasser in chief, and time's up. Black also exactly. is just like
2: very slimming, and I and I think it looks good regardless. <laughs> you know, it's like just, I wear black almost every day. I just love it.
0: <laughs> of course, Gina. Okay, now I'm let's I'm supporting get... the movement, but it's
2: mostly a fashion choice. <laughs> oh, that
0: is not God. true. You are you are minimizing the movement. <laughs> cool. Okay, let's get well, down. I have, let's... I have some beefs with it because Bonnie okay. lead us into this. Okay, so you know, here's the thing that you know, there's been. Ex- there's been exposure of men who are very serious alleged sexual predators like Harvey Weinstein, um, Matt Lauer, and 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 more who have, have, you know, been thrown out of their industries, thrown out of their jobs um, for actions that they've taken. I mean, we know that, that Harvey Weinstein has been accused of multiple rapes. I mean, this is very, very serious stuff. Um, And there's been, you know, uh, like Louis C.K. been (laughs) exposed for allegedly masturbating. Basically, he admitted it. But like a lot of other guys, it turns out, did this too. Like there's just like a a lot of reprehensible and illegal behavior. Um, But now there's accusations. There's been some cases where it's kind of people don't know. Is this... What did this really happen? Is there um, did these guys like what they did? Was it just kind of dumb and stupid and jerky? Do they deserve to have lost their positions? Like there's sort of this people wondering where the line like, where is the
2: line? Yeah, let's get into specifics. This is what happened with James Franco because he was at the Golden Globes and won the award for was it best actor? Yes, for the uh, disaster.
1: Yeah, the or sorry, the disaster disaster artist about the room.
2: Yeah, yeah, and so he, you know, went on stage and he had a great night. And immediately, some women who he's worked with took to Twitter and started calling him out for some things. A woman uh, named Amy Sweetie, who he had worked with on a play, um, tweeted some cryptic things about, you know, well, why is James Franco at the show and being honored and and hinted that he had done something that had driven her out of Hollywood. And then she deleted those tweets, and we haven't heard from her since. But then there's um, five other women have since come out and said that James acted inappropriately. The most... It, but Although the claims are very nonspecific, the most specific claim is by this... Someone who was in one of his acting classes, this actress named Sarah Tither Kaplan. And this was her tweet, and I want to get your reaction to this. She said that... Um, she's saying James has done a, a bunch of stuff, but this is her most specific claim. She said, "Hey, James Franco, nice Times Up pin at the Golden Globes. James was wearing a pin that's to support the movement. Remember a few weeks ago when you told me the full full nudity you had me do in two of your movies for hundred dollars a day wasn't exploitative because I signed a contract to do it? Question mark Times Up on that. So I think here we're getting into a case of where someone is." sort of broadening the definition of sexual harassment to a literal contractual agreement that she had in some way with James Franco. Like for filming a,
0: a scene or scenes. Now the other thing too, is that, you know, there's some women who took acting classes with him who are also, um, uh, complaining about his behavior at Playhouse West, where he served as an acting teacher before starting Studio 4. Now, these are in New York. And they say that um, that there was a hostile, they describe it as a hostile shoot at a strip club where Franco allegedly approached the actresses and asked if they wanted to take their shirts off. Um, when no actress volunteered, uh, some that's one of the women, said Franco stormed off, and the other woman remembers Franco being visibly angry. Um, they also complained that he was always putting out mass emails about additions for hooker or prostitute roles. But we have to point out that he actually has a show called The Deuce, which is a very successful show. Oh, it's, Maggie it's, Gyllenhaal is in it. Yeah, and it is about prostitutes. And
1: it was up for several nominations yeah. at the Globes. I've seen it. It's um, a great show. Right. It's about the eighties and seventies, uh, eighties porn prostitution world in in, in New York City so I think that you know I I just think that at a time like this that's why journalists and you know reporting and really looking into things is what's important and you know it's not to discredit the women who are speaking out because I think it's very brave and I think it's important but you know it's just like you wouldn't take something a man says right at face value you can't you know we're treating everyone equally you have to Look into these claims.
0: Well, another woman claims that she was pressured into giving oral sex, but he's claiming that they were in a relationship. I don't know. Well, we'll we'll,
1: we'll find out, right, I guess. I mean, there was hard reporting, (sighs) hard news reporting when these Harvey Weinstein claims came out. It wasn't women tweeting out about, oh, Harvey did this to me. It was a long, detailed New York Times expose with Ten different women, and eventually like fifty different women, that was well reported and
0: investigated for weeks. Right um, now, he's denying the allegations and saying that they're not accurate, yeah. and he's done that twice. He's gone on. He was on Stephen Colbert last night talking about it, and then he was Seth Meyers. He was also on mm-hmm. Seth Meyers and yeah. saying the same thing. So you want to hear know, that? Yeah. Here, here's, here's his response.
2: Yeah. To them
1: uh yes i uh i was sent a couple of the tweets so yeah i did read them um i haven't uh responded um i think um well the ones i read were not accurate um but one of the things that i've learned is that this is a conversation that obviously needs to be had there are people women and and others who have not been a part of this conversation and I, I truly believe and why I was wearing the pin is that they need to be a part of this conversation. And um, so I support that.
2: I don't know what the truth is with these allegations with James Franco. Because, of course, let's point out in 2014, he did attempt to meet a 17-year-old girl in a hotel room. He met this girl here in New York outside of a Broadway play. They started DMing on, on Instagram and he tried to arrange a rendezvous with her. Even knowing that she was seventeen, like her dumb. A, her age was really really dumb. Her, she was saying her age in the, in this conversation. He sent her two photos of himself, not explicit ones, but proving his identity. And then she said, "Well, maybe when I'm 18. So, and then he, you Good know, he, he had to publicly <laughs> apologize for that. You know, three years ago. So it's not beyond the pale for me to believe that that James, you know, has acted inappropriately. I, I just don't know. I'm just concerned that like the this movement might be. I don't know, turning accusations into facts where we don't actually have facts at hands. Do you guys see this story about the um, shitty men in Hollywood list that was going around? There was in October, there was this.
1: It's the media, the men uh, in media. Yeah,
2: shitty men in media list. There was this open source, sort of like Google, Google Doc that was going around for women to add names to like a public list of men who have behaved badly, you know, in, done sexually inappropriate things in, in media And this list was quickly taken down, and now there's apparently going to be a story about it in was it Harper's Bazaar uh, magazine that um, is going to allegedly expose who started this list. And so people are writing all these think think pieces about how you shouldn't dox this person, you know, expose who the writer was of this list because that would put them in danger. But I'm just, you know. When people start compiling lists, it just makes me think of, like, darker times, McCarthyism, and, and you know, the movement at that point seems to be totalitarian, and that we are, you know, accusing and making public accusations without evidence, and I just, the whole optics of, like, a list of men who Mm. I, I do not like. Like, if you have a specific, a story to tell, tell your story, but I don't know, I support the part of this is making me have an uncomfortable feeling about where this is going
0: well i think it, i think you ha- i agree i think you've got to be very careful because botox cosmetic out botulinum toxin a fda approved for over 20 years so talk to your specialist to see if botox cosmetic is right for you Um, sexual misconduct, uh, sexual attacks are very serious things, and um, you know I think when stuff starts to be anonymous like that, then there's the risk that you know somebody could have a gripe about an ex-boyfriend or a gripe about this or that, and um, and you know make accus- an accusation, and like any kind of accusations that are not documented about other things too. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I just think, I think that they're serious accusations and I think if you say them, then be prepared for them to be looked into.
0: Exactly. That's just what it is. Just to take this out of the sexual realm, we have a president who makes accusations all the time that are against Barack Obama, against Hillary Clinton, against Sally Yates, against James Comey, like against a lot of people, undocumented accusations. And, they're very destructive, and so right. we have to be very careful. Every, we all have to be careful what we use our bully puppets for.
1: Absolutely, and and our soapboxes. Exactly.
2: It's important to it's important to document things. I, if you guys remember James Comey's testimony, he was you know when he felt Trump was going to sort of sucker him into this meeting and and pressure him not to look into the whole Russia thing, he started writing down everything that Trump said to him, and so. It, if you have are in a situation where you feel like you are being coerced sexually in some way in your workplace or or anywhere, it's important to, like, take notes. and Gretchen
1: Carlson, that's exactly what right.
2: you said on the podcast. Take screenshots, right. you know, like you need to compile evidence at the time because if you're just... Re- so
0: it's not, it can't be just considered scurrilous accusations. And that's exactly true. She said you write down, document what happens if you have, um, I mean, I don't know if, if, people have ever recorded things if that's legal in certain states it's not legal Mm -hmm. to record people so you have to be careful about that but also that you need to tell other people you can trust about what's happened which james comey did too he told told other senior people at the fbi that he felt he could trust because you need witnesses and and at home and and witnesses that you tell at the time Mm -hmm. not like years later that when it happens you tell because there's still you have to go through the proper procedures yeah
2: i mean we are the part of the me too boom is uh, you know what like, i think james said this here it, it is about like believing women and taking accusations seriously but when it comes to like legal processes like what gretchen went through you that you know the me too movement doesn't seep into the courtroom you need proof there mm-hmm. so
0: Exactly. Okay, so we're ending on a very serious note, and I think that these are going to be serious topics that we're going to, um, that the whole country is going to be talking about and wrestling with. I feel like there's being, that progress is being made.
1: There's a reckoning.
0: Um, And we are going to see a lot more award shows, so we will see how this all continues. So stay tuned and come to Hollywood Life because we will be covering... Everything to do with the Kardashians, the Jenners, the Baby Bursts, Jelena, uh, the Time's Up movement, and the award shows and more every day on Hollywood Life and on our social media. We'll talk to you next week.
2: course. Nice.